Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I got randomly added to a WhatsApp group a couple of weeks ago, you know, like a chat group. It took me a little while to work out why, but then I realised it was a guy I've shagged a couple of times who set the whole thing up, because he wanted to get a few of his favourite shags together for a hot naked group session. It's quite flattering, really. It's one thing for a shag to think, that was great, I'd love to do it again sometime, but quite another to go, he was so good I want to share him with my friends. It's a pretty solid recommendation, really. Sometimes I do wish there was a TripAdvisor section on Grinder, so we could do this sort of thing more widely. Something like, Seven guys recently agreed that this Grinder user is a cock pig. Highly recommended. Besides which, it would be great to have a warning about guys that aren't that good, you know, like, Warning! This user has been flagged as lazy and selfish in bed. Proceed with caution, you're probably going to have to finish yourself off. Anyway, so I got added to this group sex chat, essentially. Definitely group sex, not an orgy, because that always sounds like something out of a tabloid newspaper. Besides, it always makes me think of something really grandiose, like it's going to be in a marble chamber somewhere and everyone will be in togas reclining on chaiselong? Chaiselong? Anyway, sofa-y things and eating grapes. It's really not very much like that at all, unless I'm getting invited to the wrong ones. In my experience, it's a lot more humping in a bedroom somewhere and trying to get through the whole thing without getting lube up a wall or on anything that might stain. You know, if there's luby handprints up a wall, you're probably not going to get your deposit back from your landlord. Anyway, this WhatsApp group. Everyone's very friendly and we all chat about what we like and what we don't like, share a few tasteful nudes, stuff like that. Seems pretty nice. It's actually quite well organised. There's a couple of group rules about playing nice and generally being polite and very respectful towards each other, which I like. That's very much my style. Totally my vibe, generally. And happily, there's a rule that says no drugs beyond possibly a bit of booze. And for me, that's great, because after the flood of chill-outs around my way in the past couple of years, I'm very up for more sober sex in general, and especially when it comes to groups. I did go to a few chill-outs when they were new and exciting. I didn't go for the drugs. I've never really liked mixing drugs and sex. But, you know, if a hot guy invited me to a chill-out, it would just be rude to not pop round and take my clothes off for a bit. And, you know, then I could just politely decline if anyone offered me any drugs. Although even doing that, I learned quite quickly that the whole thing is not as much fun as it sounds. I mean, even if the guys are hot enough and together enough to still be up for it, There's something really unnerving about a hot guy gurning at you. Think of it like this. You know those little goggle-eyed dogs? Like the ones that look like they've been hit in the face with a shovel and then squeezed really, really hard. Imagine feeding one of those a toffee. Nothing is as off-putting as some guy you thought was really hot making unblinking eye contact with you and pulling those exact same faces. 
especially if you're trying to chuck one up him at the time. Although I think the time that really put me off chill-outs was the last one I went to. I got invited to this hot guy's house early one morning. I'd just woken up, but when I got there I realised that this wasn't a joint morning wood session and that they must have all been going at it all night through, maybe even all weekend. There were a couple of people passed out on sofas, and the two that were still conscious were both far too high to be of any use. One of them just stood in the corner of the room, facing the wall, jumping up and down to the music on the radio. And the other, who seemed a bit more together to start with, snogged me and got me on the bed and pulled my top off and started stroking my chest hair, which was quite nice. Until it distracted him from anything sexy and he just wanted to nuzzle it. Anyhow, I let him get on, thinking, whatever floats his goat until he started snoring. At that point, I'm laid there, half undressed, staring at the ceiling in some random guy's house, questioning my life choices, with one guy waving his fist in the air as he raves away to Nick Grimshaw's breakfast show, and the other guy laid on top of me so I can't get up, and starting to drool on my nipple. That's when I realised I'm probably not cut out for the chemsex scene. I know it's not the most dramatic chemsex story, there's no overdosing or exciting rushes to A&E or anything like that, but it was enough, I think. Eventually I just rolled him over and grabbed my t-shirt and left. So, anyway, this WhatsApp group was all about no drugs, which was a big tick for me on that one. I think if you need drugs to make sex fun, then you're probably doing at least one of those two things wrong. Anyway. So there's more chatting over several days, and eventually we arrange a time when we're all free for some sexy fun. The day comes and off I pop, with a pocket full of condoms and a spring in my step to this guy's house where we're all meeting. Everything seems fine until literally as I'm getting off the bus near his house and there's a message to the group. Guys, I'm sorry, but my boyfriend came home early from work, so I've got to cancel. I went mental. I got on a bus for this. Granted, it was only 15 minutes and I was still in Hackney, but that's not the point. I messaged him, asking through clenched teeth if he were, in fact, having a giraffe. But apparently not. Oh, if you're that nearby, you could come round for a quick one if you want. Just me and you. You know, ignoring the fact that he just said his boyfriend had come home. I rejected it on the principle of the thing. You don't lure me into the depths of East London with promises of a big sweaty man pile, only to switch at the last minute and offer me a quickie while your boyfriend's not looking. I like to think of myself as classier than that, thank you very much. After that, the group went a bit quiet. Now we mostly use it to show off photos or videos of various people having a wank instead. It's a bit of a shame, really, but I guess that's how it goes. It's like herding cats. Honestly, you'd think it'd be really easy, you know. Hello, you know that thing you love doing and spend most of your day thinking about? How about doing that with some willing and quite strapping young men? You know, you'd think that I'd get the kind of enthusiasm that normally is reserved for blowjob machines made of chocolate, but apparently not. Maybe this is because, despite everything in porn, group sex isn't ever really that good. It's never like it is in porn, because that shit's all choreographed and arranged and filmed in chunks, you know, like, okay, five minutes like that, doink, doink, doink. Right, now you move around there, you get behind him, you grab hold of something and you move your leg. Yep, lighting's good, doink, doink, doink. And even if you're not bothered by the lack of graceful, coordinated thrusting, it's still a plate-spinning exercise. Even if you're lucky enough to be in a group of people who are all attractive, you know, it can be fun for a while having all these sexy bodies to roll around on, but after a while they become more of a distraction than anything else. It's very difficult to get into your stride when, just as you get going, someone tries to get your attention by shoving a knob in your ear, or trying to stick a finger somewhere it was definitely not invited. 
You know, the more I think about this grinder rating system, the more I like it as an idea. It could be just like the five-star rating on Uber. You know how the best ones, the ones who want to have the highest ratings, always have chewing gum and bottles of water and tissues with you, as well as somewhere for you to charge your phone. <laughs> it's quite similar, I'd imagine. By the way, my rating is 4.85 out of 5. I'm not telling you if that's on Uber or Grinder. All I'll say is that it was higher, but I lost some points when I was on a night out and I put my phone in my pocket while it was still unlocked and accidentally arranged and cancelled six rides in the space of about ten minutes. Even now, you're still not 100% sure which app I'm talking about. (laughs) This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you liked what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>